<laughs> He's the best. You could not walk through the halls without hearing someone say that. <laughs> Woohoo! Big summer blowout. <laughs> That's what be in our winter department. <laughs> Hello, family. Woo! <laughs> Alright, welcome back everyone to another episode of Garage Media. I am once again in Always Gunner. This is Sam. <laughs> and, and we have reached our compelling conclusion to our Disney saga. That's crazy. For now, until more Disney movies come out. Exactly. Somehow, we after this, we will have talked about 60 movies. Yes. It doesn't feel like that many. No, it doesn't. And you actually, you watched all 60, correct? I did. See, and I didn't, but I probably watched 50 out of 60. Yeah. Just for the podcast, which is crazy. The 50 you didn't watch because you probably already seen it plenty of times. Oh, yeah. And you remembered it. Yeah. That's mainly this podcast. There are like seven on here that I watch at least twice a month. Yeah. So I don't really need to watch it again for this podcast. Totally. I have a terrible memory, so I wanted to relive them all the best right. I could. So, But then again, you watched 60 Disney movies this year. Was it this year? Crazy. Did we really do all this in a year? Yeah, I really think so. When did we start? I think right at the beginning of the year. January? Yeah, right after our holiday horror one is when we started Disney, I'm pretty sure. Ye- yes. Yes, you're right. Yep. In one year, you watched every Disney animated movie. That's actually really cool. And you would have never done that if it wasn't for this podcast. Absolutely not. No. No. I'm actually very grateful for this little segment. Me too. There's a lot of I need to get to that movie mm-hmm. that I do. Right. And this really forced me to do that. I know. I'm glad it does that, yes. honestly. I I told you this plenty of time. But I like I need to focus on a movie if I want to watch it. So And I'm busy. So Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's often what holds me back, but I'm very much the opposite of that. You can just kind of watch and like watch it, right? Mm-hmm. Can you do that on your first go around? Can you just plug it in and kind of zone off? Do you like feel okay like doing that? Oh yeah. Okay. I- I've become so skilled at watching movies that I can play video games and watch a movie at the same time and get everything from the movie. That's actually really that's cool. I'm very talented at that, and also writing essays while watching movies. See, I'm a terrible multitasker. I'm a great multitasker. I'm yeah. Teach me your ways, please. I wish. <laughs> I wish. So I, I say we just get right into it, bud. Yes. So we ended with Bolt, which we ended in a very weird era. Mm-hmm. And I I honestly feel like we jump right back into like magic. Right. Like absolute magic. Don't you feel like it kind of goes back and forth? Like great era, kind of a weird era, great era, kind of a weird era. At most, it does great era. To okay era. Mm-hmm. At its worst, you. it does great era to wartime era. <laughs> the wartime era, it's it gets worse every time I think about it. Uh, it. Yeah, it really does. Like three caballeros? What? We watched a movie called that? Especially as we get further along and we're just watching these magically animated. Not to say that these aren't animated well, but man, I... Uh, man, people can't get into heaven anymore because of a whale. What? <laughs> At least that one's kind of memorable. That one's really memorable. I dare you to tell me what happens in Three Caballeros. Um, I, I, I hate you. 
<laughs> Gosh darn it. All right, let's let's get right into this era. So, yes. To be honest, this is either tied uh for my favorite era or it is my favorite era with uh with the Renaissance. It's tough because I like all movies in both eras. No matter what I score, I like I I just feel like they are tied for me. Mm-hmm. Just in a, they're they're different, but they're equal quality. Exactly. Yeah. So, which do we start with Tangled or do we start with Princess and Frog? Princess and the Frog. Okay, yes. Princess and the Frog. I probably should have my notebook open so I can talk about it. Probably. That's that probably okay. would work. Man, I remember when this came out. Yeah, so do I. Well, we were like 10-ish, 11. Would we have been? When did this come out? I think 2010. 2010? 2000, yeah, we would have been. 2009 or 2010. I would have been 11. So you would have been 11. I would have been 11. Yeah. But I definitely, why didn't I see it when it came out if I was that age? I don't, I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, well, I know I didn't like, I didn't get to go to the movies very often. Plus, I'm sure my young child brain thought, Princess, I can't go watch it, unfortunately. Oh, that's true. Good point. Unfortunately, even though this movie's amazing. Right. I grew up loving Disney. Yeah. And I still somehow didn't see it. And I, I wish I did at that age, but I do really like it uh right now also speaking i'm speaking from from memory of a 11 year old i don't remember seeing a lot of marketing either i'm with you no there was not a lot about it didn't market this one very much no it came out at a very similar time as uh as bolt and yes and uh and tangled and they really kind of hit on those ones harder yes and it also came out the same year as Up, I'm pretty sure. So mm, Disney yes. was probably really focusing on getting people to watch Up. Before I went into, like, started watching it, I instantly just like, man, I am so sad that I only get to watch, like, two more, I think. Two more 2D animated movies from yeah. Disney. Like, watching this makes me wish that we'd get at least, like, once one every couple years. But I think that is, unfortunately, the way of the Dodo. Yeah, unfortunately. I This movie's really well animated. It's beautiful. It's so clean, colorful, atmospheric. It's beautiful. No, it it captures the culture super well, I think. Oh, absolutely. It is so fun. I now really need to try gumbo for the first time. Like, I've never <laughs> tried point. it, and now I really need to. I love gumbo, to. so I've tried it. Where can I try it? Good question. Did you? Okay, okay. My so dad not... just made it. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. But no, this is a, this is a movie that... Um, it's not trying to do anything super spectacular. No, it has certain, it has sprinkles of spectacular moments, but this isn't a movie that's trying to hit a home run. In my opinion, I think it's just trying to hit a double and it succeeds one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly we're like, clearly Disney is still at the stage where they want to as closely as possible, follow a fairy tale. Mm -hmm. They're still doing that a bit. And I think they knock it out. For following their kind of formula, I think they knock it out of the park. No, I'm with you. Yeah. They don't shoot for the moon, but... Exactly. Yeah. You don't always have to. You don't have to. Yeah, exactly. In fact, some of my favorite Disney movies are the ones that aren't trying to be the most ambitious. A a story just needs to be a good story. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be the event of the year. Right. I I think what this one does better than most of the other movies on here is introducing representation this is yes very much this this is one of the earlier disney movies that really try to hit on that 
And I think it's handled super well and it's not distracting. It's just, it's super, just, I don't, I think it's just a super important Disney movie. It 100% is, yes. And Absolutely. Great villain, also. I'll just say Keith that right there. Davis. He is. <laughs> that man's voice is like butter he, on toast. I love oh, his voice. Amazing. And he, yeah, he nails it. He nails it. Absolutely. No, and I think up until this point, this was definitively um, one of the most diverse casts, I think. I, yeah. I feel, yeah, confident saying that. And it, it, um, it's about, um, like a, a time and culture that was not really talked about before by Disney. Right. I think, yeah, I think this one's very important mm-hmm. and kind of, I don't think it's talked about the way it should be. No, but again, a lot of that is focused on the simplicity of the story. It's a story that you've probably just heard someone talk about before that came out. You know, you've heard about the princess kissing the frog. Yeah. But I just think, I think they handled it really well. And I'm, it's always one I go back to. Oh, absolutely. And on that note of a story we all know, I love the subversion. Subversion. The, the, the different way they tell the story where they both get turned into the frog. Right. And they are kind of both brought onto a common ground and they learn from each other and they fall in love. Right. I love it. I, what, what's the prince's name again? I am so sorry. Um, I have it right here. Don't go away. Yes, please. Um, Naveen. Naveen. No. I was, when Naveen starts, like, kind of trying to propose, propose by dicing fruit, making them dinner, that was one of my favorite moments. I love that. It's just so sweet and charming. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I like. It's just a sweet, like, charming love story, I I feel. Until it's devastating. Until, until it's, yeah. We we both know what we're talking about. Are we talking about the, yeah. the firefly? Yes. Okay. The boot. Yeah. Um, yeah. The fact that we got any words out of him after that, my, that was they, that's horrifying. They really added in the squish noise. I know, really, that was scary. And that's one of the that's one of the saddest moments was when he starts talking to um the star, mm-hmm. his love. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That Again, was so moving. I actually think this one hits on emotions better than a lot of others it does now it is going to be one of my lower rated ones will it okay just because of i don't quite know why it's just got something missing it's got disney magic missing a little bit yes and that's all that's so, all i gotta say i will if it makes you feel better this whole newer era is a lot of i don't have a concrete reason other than it makes me feel this way right so if it makes you feel better yeah same here and it's just the one I've seen the least until recently. I would agree. Because I didn't see it until I was probably 20, 19 or 20. I watched Princess and the Frog before you. I guess you have. I rented it out on like DVD from the library when I was like 16. Oh, look at you go. <laughs> no, but I really like it. It's one that I, I didn't watch very much growing up. But recently, I've been watching it quite a bit. I'll watch it at least once a month probably. Yes. Heck yeah. It's just good. It's good and fun. It's a good movie. So with that being said, what did you rate it? I I gave it a 78. Whoa. That would not have been my guess. Oh, really? Because I gave it a 90. Oh, okay. I adore this movie. Yes. I think it's beautiful. I, I just, I think the thing that stands out to me the most is how the atmosphere throughout is clearly conveyed and it's different. 
Right. You know, I love the atmosphere and culture represented. That's yes. the best part of this movie. Oh, t- of course. And I realize, I now realize why it's it's my least favorite from this era. Why? Just entertainment value. Oh. Although I love the culture, I love the visuals, I love the music, I love all of that. It's the entertainment, it's the pacing for me a little bit. It's not, it's, yeah, it's definitely not the most energetic, mm-hmm. you know, and entertaining for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I'm 78 with it. Yeah. But re- if you've listened to my past score, 78 is pretty high. Yes. You and I grade on a very different curve. Yes, we do. <laughs> one, one other thing, this, this really feels like it could have been a Renaissance movie, though. Just want to say that. Oh, yeah, it's got Which, kind of like a Hunchback of Notre Dame type feel. Oh, yeah, that's a good one to compare mm-hmm. it to. Yes, totally. But, yeah, that, I just had to throw that out there. No, that yeah, you're right. Bad. But, yes, yeah. And then we move on to... Tangled. Tangled. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's exactly how I read it every time, honestly. Uh, yeah, so... Tangled. Okay. Tangled, yes. Tangled. Another one I did not watch until much later. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, same. So this is actually my girlfriend's favorite Disney movie of that all time. That is totally fair. And so after meeting her is when I watched it for the first time. No way. And now I've seen it probably, I'd say, 25 times. I think it's amazing I watched it before you, but you've watched it more than me. Oh, I'm sure I have, because she puts it on constantly. Mm-hmm. What's her favorite of the songs? Just curious. Um, Not Mother Knows Best. What is it? Um. Uh, or maybe two or three. The, the, the intro what song. A, yes. Right? When, no, what, whichever one Rapunzel sings to herself, right? Uh, when Will My Life Begin? Yes, yes. That's what it's called. Yeah, that's yes. okay. Yeah. That's her favorite. I needed a check because that is the best one. <laughs> sorry sorry for that re- really annoying humming that you just had to hear. <laughs> I was wondering I was wondering which one you were trying to aim for. No, When Will My Life Begin? Yeah. We also listen to that one on Spotify a lot. So, Okay. Okay. This is probably my only... I'll get my, like, one major complaint out of the way. I'm not a fan at all of, like, Exposition Dump. Oh, yeah. And even though Flynn Rider is giving it, and that guy could just talk to me, and I would be satisfied with yeah. that. Yeah, Shazam. It's Shazam, yeah. Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm never a fan of Exposition Dump. Yeah. That's my I'm one complaint. You. So my one complaint is that it's it's a very one-dimensional story for the most part. That is fair. But some of the visuals and uh, it's super well-written, mm-hmm. I think. Yes. I think that the dialogue between all of the characters is great. Oh, yeah. Um, they even give you one small moment of feeling bad for a really bad bad guy. But then it goes away quickly because oh, she's so, evil. She's, the, she's one of the worst. She's so evil. She's absolutely despicable. So for herself, and it drives me crazy. She's on a level where I don't even know if I like like to like her, right? Because she's just so my my happiness goes down when she's on screen. Good point. Yeah, but that's what she's made for. That's, that's her point exactly. Yeah, and I think this one it started a big trend. You have to have a cute or funny animal in your movie yes and this one has two really great ones i think well ah uh, yes we have the chameleon which the I chameleon and the horse yes what are their names what's the horse's name at least oh god uh, yeah i couldn't tell you if it was i have no idea i love the horse though the horse is one of my favorites again i did not watch this before, right before the podcast so yeah fair just because it's always on in the background and i've seen it a million times yeah i that really should mean i should know the horse's name <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm thinking. In all fairness, horse does the job. What right. other character are you talking about when you exactly. say horse? And, like, they gave a good character arc to a horse. They did. How? <laughs> they did it. No, they really did. I, their, like, weird relationship is one of the best parts. Right. Zachary, Levi's, Flynn Riders, and the horse, where they just absolutely hate each other. And, like, the part where Flynn Riders flying through the air and just lands on him and the horse just rolls its eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just great stuff like that. And this movie has such great music, so catchy. I love all of the music. My favorite, it's probably the most iconic part of the film, but my favorite imagery is just when she's on her hair swinging around the tree. Because mm-hmm. I, I love that theme of exploration and exploring the world Right. Uh, that the movie presents. Exactly. One of my favorite parts of it. That's always been the tale of Rapunzel, though, is just she's been stuck up here this whole time and she needs to learn about herself. It's kind of a coming of age movie of sorts it is it really is again i really great visuals in this one yes like um the scene where they're stuck underwater in the dark and her hair starts glowing that is awesome i love that shot and then of course uh whatever it, the event is that happens on her birthday mm. um that is beautiful to look at as the, well the lighting of the candles or mm. whatever yeah 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 yes. that is glor- that is so well animated yes this movie uh, like not in a bad way it lacks the technological oomph that a lot of the modern Disney movies have, but it you can see how it really paved the way for where we are today with Disney movies. I 100% agree. Um, what was I just about to say? Gosh darn it. Um, I also feel this is a point, I notice this a lot, Disney becomes very meta yeah. in the upcoming movies, yes, and I feel like do. that one little joke where she's like, we're alive, and he's like, her, hair's, her hair glows, is where they become meta. Right. Start becoming meta. Yep. But no, this one's got, it's got great humor, great music. Yes. Great visuals. There's not really too much to complain about, in my opinion. No, absolutely not. This is another, this is like Princess and the Frog for me. Right. It's just a totally solid movie. Exactly. But I think this one, what makes it a little bit better for me is that there's just, there's a little more humor and it's a little quicker paced. It is. Yes. It's also, yeah, I wouldn't even say there's a little more humor. I'd say the humor lands for me. It lands better. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yes. So on that note, what did you rate it? This is an 84 for me. This is an 84. This is an... Hi, hello. A 90 for me. Another 90? Another 90. Okay. I gave them the exact same score. Got it. Yep. So so let's move on to a movie that you, you probably already know my opinion on. Which is Winnie uh, the Pooh 2011. Winnie... Oh, gosh. That movie... This, this movie is underrated. It's so underrated. I People don't talk about it enough. People don't talk about it at all. No, they don't. And in my opinion, it's it's tied with the many adventures in Winnie the Pooh, this the seventies one. It is tied in quality for me. It, it is, yes, yeah. But the thing is, this one goes by so quick. I blinked and it was over. It's literally like an hour and ten minutes long. I think it's exactly that. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, it's a really short movie. It's super simple. It's like the most simple story you could tell. Yeah. And they just pull it off with, you know, they know how to get to you. We're mm-hmm. going to pull it off in the most heartwarming way. I love that after all these years, the the vibe of Winnie the Pooh did not change. Not I like at that. All. The writers know what makes Winnie the Pooh. It's about cute scenarios, cute jokes, and your that sense of childhood nostalgia. Right. And this movie's hilarious, to be honest. This movie is really funny. This movie's funny. so funny. So... I need to, before we get any further, I need to tell you about what happened the very first time I watched this version of Winnie the Pooh. This version? Okay. 
Um, it's when they're singing their song about the monster. Okay. And it's all the things they do. I don't know if you remember, but Winnie the Pooh says, it'll make you lose your train of thought. No, I remember. You remember I that. remember everything about this movie. So, <laughs> I love that attitude. I, I, again, I rented the DVD from the library. Okay. Often those things had scratches. I, I'm playing this DVD, and it says, and you have it, okay. I'm back. Calm down. I'm back. Take a breath. <laughs> <sighs> Winnie the Pooh says, it'll make you lose your train of, and it stops. And I sit there for about 10 seconds thinking that that's part of the joke until I realized, oh, oh the DVD is buffering. <laughs> I sat there. But the thing is, that's the kind of humor you would expect from a Winnie the Pooh. I, I sat there for an embarrassing like amount of time. You're like, oh. I'm like, this joke's running really long. Oh, I'm just dumb. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But yeah, this it, it it's a Winnie the Pooh movie. Mm-hmm. It feels just like it. It gets a little bit crazy at points, too. It does. It gets pretty chaotic. Mm-hmm. Just kind of all over the place, but I yeah. love it. It's And it's also less stories, isn't it? Isn't it like two or three stories? As opposed I think there's to three. The Many Avengers Winnie Pooh was like five separate, wasn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think this one's three. My favorite one was um, when they're stuck in the hole. Of course. And that, that's, that's the most popular one from this movie. Uh, yeah. And that's my favorite as well. Yeah. Just the whole gimmick of um, I cannot not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. That, yeah, that whole little word, they're all, yeah. Not, not, hello. Or no, who's there? Yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> the line that got me the most. Not, <laughs> not, who's there? Who's there? Pretty yeah. Piglet. I love Piglet. I love, I love all of the characters. Oh, honestly, yeah. What? E, I like that Eeyore gets a little flushed out, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why can't I speak? No, I can't speak tonight either. I'm jazzed. He gets, uh, he does get a similar arc to the many adventures, honestly. Uh, Eeyore does. Does he? I don't, is there a thing? Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Yep, I remember what you're talking about now. Yeah. But yeah, I, man, there's not too much for me to say about this one. It's Winnie the Pooh, you know? Right. And I love Winnie the Pooh, and I wish we got more Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I grew up with Winnie the Pooh, and I, they're getting with the new ones. They're getting a little bit like the CG animated ones. I'm not a big fan of. The are new. there CG animated ones? Oh yeah. Are they on like Disney Plus? Like, are yes. they exclusive? Yes, I think so. Okay, okay. But no, this movie's great. I love it. It is. It. it there's it, not too much more I can say because it's a Winnie the Pooh movie. Right. It captures the exact feeling that you would want to feel. It captures the exact feeling as the old one. It's just a slightly prettier version. Not even that. I think that the old one is super pretty to look at, too. Yeah, a this polished. One, that's right. the word I'm going to use. This one does capture the same... It's going for the same style and everything. Yes, I... Yeah, completely. And it's just so good. Winnie the Pooh, I love. I will always love. Keep giving me Winnie the Pooh stuff. Good Winnie the Pooh stuff. Right. We need more. Can yeah. we go back to another 2D animated Winnie the Pooh movie, please? Please! Give me one, like, every, like some odd years and i'll be happy right 10 years i will work with that i would work with that too yeah just anything i wish what year did this come out by the way 2011 2011 okay mm-hmm. gotcha okay yeah so you know uh, man i don't know how i came to this scoring because scoring no that is that a that word makes sense okay yes. good. okay i don't know how i came to the score because i feel exactly the same way as the original winnie the pooh yet i rated it Quite a bit less. No, I get that. Yeah. Because 
the the first one was the first one. Yeah. This one is that one again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I gave it an eighty nine. I went eighty seven with this one. We're really close on that actually, <laughs> and we both went slightly lower. Yeah. What was your original score for it? I think I gave the seventy seven or did it come out nineteen seventy seven? Something so. like that. Yeah. I think I gave that one a ninety flat. Ninety flat. I gave yeah. it like a ninety five. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay. Jinx. But yeah, I think the reason that we went uh, a little bit lower is just because it's very similar to that other one, I guess. It's the same, but not the same. Right. Which I'm not meaning that. I don't know. That sounds I feel like, like a I'm, negative. But... I feel like I'm contradicting myself, but I swear these are the same thing. I felt the same way. It's just the first one's the original, so it's got to be higher. It's true. Right, right. Okay, yeah. We'll give it sequel syndrome. Okay. Yes. We'll say that. Okay, Even cool. though it's barely even a sequel. Yeah. Next up. Yeah. Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph. Heck yeah. I love Wreck-It Ralph so much. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph is next. So, I have really gone back into gaming as like a hobby. Mm -hmm. And re-watching this, I think I love it even more now. I, I love just the arcade music that is in this movie. Yes. It's so good. Absolutely. I love all the little gaming jokes in there. Um, the villain support group with yeah. Blinky and Kano and... Just I'm a bad guy, but that doesn't mean I'm bad guy. Bad guy. <laughs> uh, now this is probably the one I've seen the most out of all of these. Yeah, ditto. Yep. And for a while, I considered this my favorite Disney movie. Yeah. It same is here. Slightly changed. Now I will say this. Uh, don't want to bounce around too much. I'll wait on that. Um, I just love their uh, their friendship. Oh, those two. I the cutest friends ever. I love Wreck It Ralph. I love Vanellope. Mm -hmm. And then together they are just the most adorable friendship ever. They're the best. I love it. So I may be controversial on this, but I'll say equal to Woody and Buzz for me. Totally. That I, that's gonna sound so controversial. Totally, but... totally. If we're being honest, we see more just plain out friendship moments with them than we do Woody and Buzz. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. So, like, in all fairness. So I'll say tied with Mike and Soli. <laughs> Mike and Soli got a good friendship. But yes, yeah. Or Mater and Lightning. <laughs> no, they're better than Mater and Lightning. Okay, I was gonna... I've only seen the first Cars, which oh, will really? change. That will change eventually. Yep. When we get the Pixar. We're doing Pixar next. Yeah. So. But yes, so right off the bat, we're introduced with the theme of being yourself, no matter what that is, you know? Mm -hmm. Because she's different. She's different than the other princesses. She is, you know, and Ralph is tired of being a villain, but, you know, being mm -hmm. a bad guy, being the villain does not mean you are a bad guy. And they won't even let him come to their stupid party. Okay, so. The real villains. The, <laughs> I, there's nothing I love more than a movie where something could have been avoided if one person just wasn't a jerk. Right. That's this movie. Literally, Gene was just throwing a fit because Ralph was in the apartment complex. Right. And saying, nah, you can never be a good guy. You can't get a medal. Get out of here. Like, Gene, just practice some common courtesy, you jerk. Freaking Gene. <laughs> I won't say it because it's we're a family friendly, but look at my note. <laughs> that is very correct. Yes. Anyways, yes. And then I love the, like, just the... I love the representation of video games and arcades, mm -hmm. which I'll touch on a little bit more in a second. But, like, Ralph going into a modern, like, rail shooter arcade game is like, so funny that, to me. That is a game, that's a type of game I would play, the ones with the alien bug things. Yes. 
and you see that all the time. You go mm-hmm. into an arcade and you see the 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 alien. Yeah, the one alien. The shooters. one with the controllers are actual guns. Are actual yeah. guns or the Walking Dead guns? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And just seeing the way they play all the all these gaming jokes, it's just so mm-hmm. fun to me. I agree. Now I will say that once Ralph gets into Sugar Rush, is that what it's called? Um. Oh gosh, I wish I, I remember. I think it's Sugar Rush. Okay. But when he gets into the racing game that Vanellope lives in, it, I feel halfway through, I always feel like it strays from its video game theme because Sugar Rush is so candy themed. No, you're right. It okay. does. Yeah. So you kind of like, you almost forget that you're watching a video game movie because That's it's true. just so much candy. That's me personally. But then again, then we get one of my favorite all-time Disney scenes, the one where he's teaching her to race inside the volcano. I love that scene. That scene is so good. That scene is so fun. I love the song. That's a that's a Disney moment right there. For me personally. Okay, so I told you I wasn't going to jump around too much. I still won't get to it. I'm being so I hope right I now. I hope I can lead you to a organic way to get there. So first let's talk about King Candy Turbo guy. The first of the plot twist villains. First plot twist villain. Yes. Which so, I think is done really well. I think it's done really well, honestly. I it, love it. It makes sense to the story. I just wish that, honestly, I wish he was in it just a little bit more. Yeah. Because sometimes I forget about him. And then it's like, oh, he's the villain. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He he disappears every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's hard when you have a villain that doesn't directly relate to the goal, I right. guess. Because the goal is all ha- is to get the medal, so that Vanellope can become a racer, mm-hmm. and also so Ralph proves that he's a hero. Yeah, he doesn't. He contradicts that, but like I don't know. He con- he he's the antagonist in a very weird way. In a different way. In a different way. Yeah. Yes, not because a bad way. Is. Yeah, that's that's a true statement. Yes, yeah, but yeah, I agree with him. If he was in it a little bit more, that'd be nice. Okay, so yes. now. We don't have to jump around. Okay. So I want to talk about the end. Okay. Because the, uh, I cry every time. So I, I'm i kind of a medium crier when it comes to movies. So like sometimes I'll cry, sometimes I won't. Without fail, I cry every time I watch Wreck-It Ralph. Yep. Yeah. When he says there's no one I'd rather be than me going down the volcano, I my heart just explodes. I, yep. And then when he says that his favorite part of the day is being held up and seeing Vanellope winning. I'm almost about to cry just talking about it. I, the message of that one is just so gosh darn good. Just, it, it it boils down to be yourself, but in a more complex manner, you know? You're, I don't know, it's beautiful. I love it. It's so beautiful. And then the best, one of the best ending lines in cinematic history when he's like, if I can make her that happy, how bad can I be? And then movie ends, and it's like... I actually forgot about that line. Oh, man. So awesome. I love this movie so much. This movie is... A, I agree with you that at one point, this was my favorite Disney movie. Oh. Side note. I love the... I forget her name, but uh, I love the uh, Fix-It Felix romance subplot. Like, genuinely. <laughs> it's so funny so and I, stupid. I, I definitely agree because they're so different. There's nothing. The, my one of the funniest Disney moments for me is the Dynamite Gal mm-hmm. montage. Dynamite My Gal. Gal. <laughs> I agree. That's but super funny. I Wreck It Ralph is amazing. Mm-hmm. I know it's so good. Can't praise this movie enough. Same. So what do you think of it? This is a ninety-one. Ninety-five. Yeah. 
<laughs> we're starting to get similar. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I really thought that we were going to be like exact on that. Oh, really? But yeah. No, I love I love Wreck-It Ralph so much. You're going to be so surprised with what my actual favorite on this list is. Hmm. Now I'm curious. Oh, you're going to freak out. Right now, this is your highest rated, right? Yes. Break on, it on this list? Yes. yes. So far, as we've been talking. Yes. Winnie the Pooh's in 87. This is in 91. Yes, yes. Okay. So, so far, we've gotten higher each time for me. Right. So what does that bring us to next? Frozen? Frozen. I absolutely love Frozen. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. What do you think? What I think of Frozen... I feel about the way I feel about Frozen is the same way I feel about Princess and the Frog. That's it's it's good, not great. Okay, fair. I love Frozen more and more every time I watch it. Okay, and I won't lie, that has changed after I watched the second movie. Okay, the second movie made me realize how much I love the first movie. Okay, I yes. get that. So, uh, yeah, there's my weird reasoning, but so I'm gonna start with negatives first because I do like this movie quite a bit. Yes. So negatives, I would say. Not all of the character moments work for me. It gets slightly too... What's the word I'm looking for? I guess childish. It gets slightly too juvenile at points. This for me. movie is um, very... I keep on using the word family friendly mm -hmm. in my head. It gets a little bit like when they could have had a really great character moment, like a great Toy Story type moment, they go Olaf telling a joke. Yep. Yeah. And... I don't know. It just, some of that just didn't completely click with me. Do you have any like specifics that you can pinpoint right now? Because I like, I really wish I could. I totally agree with you. I just can't think of any that like, like they could have made it such a cool moment with them approaching Elsa's castle. Like, wow, this is what my sister can do. And then they made a joke about Olaf trying to climb the side of the mountain when he could see the stairs the whole time. Right, right. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Or I guess, um, I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I totally get you. Okay. Yes. And I will agree that this is 100% like, it's a it's a family friendly movie for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the reason I like it. I okay. think I just enjoy how simple it is. But I find that even if they maybe pull some of the meaning away, I feel like all the characters are fun and memorable. Yeah. And they like... They're definitely memorable. Yeah. Like, I just wish they had more moments. More moments, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's get to the positives because I like this movie. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the music. I love, but okay, back to negative. Yeah. Sometimes the music can outshine the story. Unfortunately, yeah. We were middle school when this came out, mm -hmm. and we all remember, you know, Let It Go and Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Right. And still played today a lot, both Which, of those. I have no excuse for Let It Go, but I would like to make a case for Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Yes. I'm very passionate about Frozen. I see that. And I feel it's underrepresented in what it is, but. Do You Want to Build a Snowman is so tragic in mm -hmm. what it actually is. Right. Everyone makes a joke out of Do You Want to Build a Snowman? But it's this cutesy, like, I just want to, I want to play with my sister. The ends, our parents just died in a shipwreck, and I need my last family member. Please, anything you want to do, we can go build a snowman. Please come out. But nope, I have to talk to pictures on the walls. <laughs> yeah, and then that happens. <laughs> See, that's a good example of, like, right. kind of a... Mm -hmm. But I guess you gotta have making that a song out of that, like a really tragic thing. Yeah, but that was my case that I like had to make. No, I'm with you. But I agree. Uh, the songs I think outweigh the story. Mm -hmm. Totally, it does. But visually, it's great. Songs are great. It's very humorous. Mm -hmm. But I mean, 
that's all I can say about it. It's, yeah. That's kind of the formula of these Disney movies is they're humorous. They have good music and good visuals. Right. Uh, meta moment number two. Um, Elsa telling Anna that she can't marry someone she just met. Right. Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm keeping, I've kept track of this. Proud of you. Thank you. Um, I love the character of Anna. Anna's I'll also, amazing. I'll also say that. It took me till the second movie to get on board with Elsa. Elsa, Elsa grows in the second movie for sure. Exactly. She's not the best in the first movie. Anna is slam dunk of a character the, right. the whole time. <laughs> so, and I honestly think that this uh, villain twist is even better than in Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, this is better. The first time I watched it, I had no clue. No clue. Absolutely Again, not. Again, I was 13, but still. I Yeah. No clue. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think even now I would not have expected it. Because he's played very genuine. At first, yeah. Yeah, he's completely sincere the whole time. Mm-hmm. You do, once you watch it, though, you notice all the foreshadowing. Right. It's okay. You though. can move in here. You can move in here with us. Absolutely, I can. Yeah. Yeah. I love Frozen so much. And then <laughs> the real best character is the... <laughs> Big Summer Blowout. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. <laughs> he's the best you could not walk through the halls without hearing someone say that Woo-hoo. big summer blowout <laughs> that would be in our winter department <laughs> hello family Woo-hoo. yes he's the best character i, I love-, love that people are about to just hear us doing that that's okay yeah and then of course uh sven, uh, sven and Kristoff's uh banter there so he talks for him i is- love that kind of stuff is Kristoff crazy yeah really. okay one hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Hmm. Just needed to confirm. Mom, when I grow up, can I sell ice, please? <laughs> <laughs> and talk to my reindeer over and over. Son, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy, but he's a good character. And now the important question: Olaf, thumbs up or thumbs down? In this movie, thumb in the middle. Fair. Yeah, he has his high highs and his low lows. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll go with thumb in the middle for this first movie. I. That's completely fair. Yep. Also, one more note. Um, I the um, opening is amazing. Oh yeah, I forgot about it until my rewatch, and that's just amazing piece of music. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, but yes. What? So you did not like this nearly as much as I expected you to. Mm-hmm. What'd you score? This is seventy nine for me. Seventy nine. Whoa. What? What was Princess and the Frog? Seventy nine. Seventy eight. You yeah. like it a little better than so slightly better than Princess and the Frog. I gave it a ninety six. Of course he did. <laughs> I like Frozen so much. No, it's 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 a good movie. I just I'm not all the way there. Like some people are saying, oh, it's an instant classic. I just wish there was more. It's it's a little bit music over story, and that's my only problem. I agree. Do you think, like, do you think the way they played it on the radio maybe yes. manipulate yes. that a little bit? Okay. No, I'm 100. The overplaying of the songs also does factor into my score a little bit. Okay, totally. Yeah, yeah. So. If the songs didn't get popular, I'd be like 83, but I'm at 79. You know, and that it's really unfortunate how that happened because Let It Go actually holds a lot of weight and now it's just... Exactly. So I'm I'm not even going to lie to say that factored in. That's, I'm, yeah. I know that makes me sound like, you know... I'm not actually a, a movie critic. I just have other influences, but I can't help it. No, I... I... Yeah, that's fair. I mean, how many parents probably hate Frozen? A lot. Yeah, and I wouldn't blame them. So, oh man, I kind of forget about this movie. With me forever now. 
Big Hero 6. I love Big Hero 6. It's instantly good for me just because I love Fall Out Boy. Right. But I knew you were going to say something about that. Because I, Yeah, of course. I also, that's one of my favorite of their albums. Honestly, it's one of my favorite Fall Out Boy songs. Totally. But I'm being yes. completely serious. Yes. I am, uh, um, unpopular opinion, I'm more of a modern Fall Out Boy as I am to the older Fall Out Boy. Yeah. I'm, I'm even. I like both. That's fair. Yeah. But that's Big Hero 6. Yes. We need, we need to do an episode just on music someday. I wish. Yeah. I wish we could do that soon. Yeah. So Big Hero 6 is... Oh, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot for a kid to take in. Yeah. Because um, it's, it's a simple setup for a movie with a lot of emotional heft in it. Like, it, it's a very emotional movie that deals with really real problems, like finding ways to cope with trauma. With, yes. And they play it off with the perfect mix, in my opinion, of mm. this is a kid's movie and with its message of how to deal with stuff like that. Yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Um, Tadashi gets killed. Yes. Very, um, uh, um, he's dead, dead. Dead, dead. Yeah. I remember when this movie came out and it was a discussion, what made you cry more, Mufasa or Tadashi? Mm -hmm. Because it was, that hit. Yeah. He's there long enough for you to grow a real connection to the character. And he they does... Give you, they give you his a perfect scene at the beginning where he... Where he's driving his brother home really fast away from the cop. Yeah. And unless what a great guy. <laughs> what a great guy. <laughs> but yeah, they give you that they get those little bonding moments and it just makes it so horrible when that happens. Well, and he bonds with the world around him too. Like he's not just a, a motivation for a hero. He has the friends at the at his school. Mm -hmm. He's you know, he he's funny. He he just interacts with the world and you grow to care about him and then he diggity dies. Right. You know? you just gave such a great point. Like all of his college friends, you can tell that they like him. Yeah. Like, that's really hard to pull off in an animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just given such little lines that really make him feel like a character, a human, you know, a real person. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And that hit me hard. And then it doesn't help that you see the funeral right afterwards. Yeah. But again, this movie handles all of that really well. It's yes. the perfect mix of emotion, humor, you know, cheerful music, not cheerful, but uh, empowering music. Empower, yes. Yeah. So in, in the movie, Baymax is literally designed to be comforting. Mm -hmm. I feel like he does that in a real sense, though, too. He he just flat out tells Hero, like, what people who are experiencing trauma mm -hmm. need. I feel like that. I could be reaching here, but I feel like a kid watching that could really benefit from hearing such a soft, enjoyable, cute yeah. character tell them what they could do to, you know, help themselves. Exactly. Yeah. That's the perfect point. Yeah. he's He can be that character for those kids. And then the kids also get the moments where, like, he does the fist bump thing. Like, <laughs> ba la la la. <laughs> so, you know, it's to me, it's a perfect mix of all of that. Yeah. This, this probably has the best theme i don't i i don't it feel does, like message is the right word it has theme. one of the best themes because then sure. we deal with trauma but then we also deal with the theme of revenge which mm -hmm. comes a little bit later with multiple characters with multiple characters right right yes yeah the way oh by the way spoiler warning we're talking about newer movies just a heads up 
I thought about that earlier, but then I was like, I'll I'll just say it before Raya. Okay, yeah. But it's okay to say it. Now. Yes. <laughs> now that we've already talked about death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After I spoiled something. Yeah, since but, we're uh, talking about newer movies, this, this is a spoiler warning. But there, there you go. Yeah. The way Hero and Callahan parallel each other. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well done. Right. Yes. But the thing is, Callahan is able to get it back. He has the technology to be able to get what he lost back. Yes. Which is what makes him the villain. He's got the wrong... He's motivated. He's motivated and he has the means. Right. Where Hero, no matter what he does, he really only has to um, embrace, Mm -hmm. if that's the right word. Come to terms. That's a better word. And what makes makes him the villain... What's his name? Callahan. What makes him the villain is that he loses someone and um and so does hero yes but hero isn't able to get his person back right and so seeing someone who's motivated to get their person back as an adult it's kind of like a bad influence type thing on hero and i think that's like i think that's the thing most kids won't get is that that's really what makes him the villain villain is that he's a bad influence and on hero and hero isn't able to fully accept his loss until callahan is no longer a threat Mm -hmm. right yeah i think that this movie aids my claim that um um not only like cinema but how do i i want to word this how do i i think movies and cartoons and anime stuff should count as important literature especially children's literature because I think this is a great thing for children to learn about. I'm with you. Yeah. Yep. So. Maybe, there's a lot kids can learn. There's a lot you could like dig into and find in this movie. But maybe going away from the themes. I love every character. Yes. Every, every character, character is amazing. I love Hero. Especially when Hero actually gets around Baymax. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baymax of course. Um, Fred is my favorite. Yeah. I, I Fred's find, slightly overplayed. I find Fred really funny. I'm not so gonna do lie. I, but slightly overplayed. Do you mean like overacted or like just a little too much? Too much of Fred. Yes. Right. Right. That's fair. That's my Olaf problem too. That's your a Olaf. little too much of Olaf. Yeah. Disney movie do that. They have their one character and like here's our funny character. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I know all the characters are great. You're right. All of them are great. I love the world of San Francisco. San Francisco. Sokyo. Sokyo? Yes. Okay, yeah. I couldn't tell where the Okio part started. That's okay. But San Francisco. Tokyo. Yeah. This is a, just a fun superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Marvel movie. Mar- it, yeah, because it, it is. It's, it's based, based on, on a Marvel, Marvel comic. Very loosely. Yes. But, but it's based on it. We even get our beautiful Stan Lee cameo. In the post credit scene. I love that. So yeah, this movie's great. I, yeah. I feel like the what it brings is more important than its actual content. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, ish. Ish. Uh, I, I. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. got it. Yes. It's funny. It's got good jokes, but like what it could teach, I think, is one of its highlights. One of the things I really take away from it. Yep. That's very true. Yes. 88. 93. All of mine are like in the same range. Right. Well, most of your, there's not many that you have that are, oh, oh, like in all 60 movies, there's not many that you have that are in 90. Right. Where a lot of mine are. 
Very true. That's yeah. Okay. Is this one in the nineties for you? Ninety three. Okay. Yes. See, we're we're within five again. Yeah. I'll take it. Don't look at my score. I <laughs> I can't read your handwriting anyway. That's that's really fair. Yeah. But okay. then that leads us to Zootopia. Zootopia. Yes. Okay. Um, man, I, there's a lot with this movie. I I don't even honestly know where to start. No. What? Let's start with the elephant in the room. No pun intended. It's because it's about animals. Thanks, Gunner. I, <laughs> uh, uh, the 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 uh, message of the movie and the theme is very heavy. It's heavy-handed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a bad thing. That's just it's very clear what it's about. Right. It's about racism and stereotyping, and I think it's even about like, um, well, how do I want to word it? Like, like racism in relation to like police activity right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. very much about stereotyping yes 100 percent. yeah and even further than that uh someone trying to avoid stereotypes the main character yes right right right. avoid the stereotype yeah this is a very it's it's not subtle not which is a-okay this is like at the end of the day these are like very much family friendly which is Kids are gonna watch them. Yeah, you no, want this your is message still to be clear. Movie. Yeah, this is a kids movie. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's still a kids movie, even with that message. Yeah, exactly. So I, that's not a problem at all. But, but I lost my train of thought, like Winnie the Pooh. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I can go. Okay, please do. I think that the journey that this main character goes on in Judy, Judy, is, yeah. is genuinely just an entertaining story. Yes, it's one that. Yes, you can kind of see where it's slightly starting to go, but it's just entertaining. It follows the right beats. It shows her at her lowest. It shows her she's really determined to do what she wants to do, mm-hmm. and I just think it's super entertaining to see. Um, we got great chemistry with her um, and the fox character. Uh, Nick, yeah. Nick Wilde. What is that S- small animal? <laughs> The small animal? Yes, the one who has the sunglasses and drives the car. You mean the fake baby? Yes. What animal is that? I, I think it's a thing. I think it's a chinchilla. Okay. I barely even know what that is. I thought ears. chinchilla was like a burrito. <laughs> no, a chinchilla is like a like a rodent that's like the size of a football. Oh, chinchilla chimichanga. <laughs> chimichanga. That's what Deadpool eats. Got it. Yes. Have you ever been to the Petco in um um the capital of our state. Yes. Okay. That there's a chinchilla there. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Got yes. It. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorite parts. Was that little guy? Yes, he's great. Um, I love when Judy hops, hustles, hustles Nick, Nick Wild, mm-hmm. and the chinchilla just starts freaking out, laughing. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts. I do love that. Yeah. Again, this movie's full of funny moments. This it's a very funny movie too. It doesn't pull back on its jokes either. Like, how does Judy Hopps bribe Nick Wilde? Oh, he commits tax fraud. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just stuff like that. And then the very animal-based humor where, mm-hmm. you know, the sloths are slow and... There were, th- there were three multiplication jokes about bunnies within the first, like, 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the ones kids wouldn't get. Ones, yeah. Well, some. Those that raise bunnies. Right. Yeah. Um, and then Tommy Chong, who you can't, you can't get enough of Tommy Chong, I guess. 
I just had to bring him up. That was a really good use of uh, his voice. Of of his voice. I was also going to say just like uh, um, using animals as your main characters in general. Mm-hmm. Nudity jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's so whack if you really think about it. It's really whack. I. It really is just a police like conspiracy movie for kids. Because halfway through, you realize that the mayor is hiding what's going on to all these uh, um, people. And then the plot twist, I don't know. It's it's a lot. It's really weird. It's, it's a, weird. It's a lot to think about. Oh, um, plot twist villain. Yeah. Is that our third? This might be our fourth. Wreck-It Ralph, Frozen. Big Hero 6, Zootopia. Oh, Big Hero 6. Yeah, because you totally, they totally... Set you up for it to be the one. Mm-hmm. The one guy who I forget his name. Yep, the yep, other guy. We're on number four. Yep. We're on number four. Plot twist villain. Yep. Yeah. Um This one's slightly more obvious to me. Not too much, but slightly. I think, yeah. It's just there's not as much options of who, you know. Yeah. It it, it makes a lot of sense when it happens, too. It does, yeah. Which I like it. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought I like this movie. No, this movie. I think good. everything is really well done. One of my I one of my favorite scenes is when Judy gives that press conference and she says some very stereotype things about uh, predators and Nick confronts her and she reaches for her fox spray. Mm-hmm. That's just a really compelling moment. I forgot about that. Yeah, I that's probably my favorite scene. That is not a Disney magic moment, no. but it's a well done scene. Very true. Oh, by the way, Shakira's in this movie. Yes. Yeah. That's a good song, though. That is a really good song. I do like that song. I'll tell you the story about Shakira later. Okay. Yes. Anyway, what what did you think of this movie? It's it's a great movie. Wait. Okay. I am scatterbrained tonight. I have I have a question though. What's your question? Why? So at the end, Nick Wilde becomes a cop. What do they do about all? Like he he committed tax fraud. What they do about that? Hmm. Disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) It it vanished. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But, yes, okay. I had to talk about that. No, it's okay. You like this movie. What'd you score? 85. Again, all my scores are around the same thing. You gave it more than me. 80. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is your lowest so far. Why, why do you think that is? So far. You know, I don't... It's just, for some reason, the one I think I'd... Lazy afternoon, I want to watch a Disney movie. I don't think Zootopia is the first one I put on. Okay. Yep, that's about it. I can do that. So is it a little bit more of an entertainment factor thing? Or do you think subject matter is plays a little bit into it it's not as light it's i think you could yeah you could yeah okay it's a it's a heavier movie so if i wanted to watch something a little heavier okay maybe this is what i'd watch but no that makes sense yeah so that's that's i love this movie and i would watch it like every day but of them right yeah so far which then brings us to moana moana yeah, that sounds right. I had to look at my no, scores. No, it is right. I have them in order. No, I had to look at my scores. Oh, okay. I put my scores on the top, and I was like, wait just a minute. Got it. But yes. Moana. Moana. What are your first thoughts? My first thoughts is that it's amazing. It's a really good movie. It's so good. Yeah. It it's, has slightly the Frozen problem, because I do love the music so much, and I maybe overplayed the music for myself. <laughs> But I love the music in this one, and it's kind of a simpler story. It is. It's not 
it's just kind of an adventure movie. It's not anything. It's not Zootopia. That's actually my favorite part is how simple it is. It's very simple. It's got quite possibly my favorite comedic character in any Disney movie. Which one? Which is the giant crab that that collects the gems. I get a genuine laugh every time. I'll tell you my favorite joke when we get there. But Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The chicken's great. The pig is great. <laughs> I love the chicken. The chicken. <laughs> the chi- that's that's how you handle cute, funny animals. It, just like the chicken and the pig in this one. Kind of make them um, in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, genuinely, Dwayne Johnson is great in this movie. He, I messaged you about this. Yes. He does so much better than I remember. And me and you both aren't very big Dwayne Johnson fans. We'll just say that right now. Dwayne Johnson is very good at what he does. Right. Which is... But we're not in line to see his movies at all. Absolutely not. This is my favorite Dwayne Johnson movie, though. He He's perfect for this voice, honestly. Hey, I feel it's one of his more emotional roles Mm -hmm. you know he actually has a pretty decent arc in this yes what is that character's name again maui is that his name thank you yeah his name's maui i couldn't remember thank you yeah you're welcome but yes yeah it's i would agree with you i like how simple it is it's it's it hits plenty of my like perfect disney things Mm -hmm. it's it's got the disney formula it does which i can never really complain about that no yeah i mean they're good at what they do they are some genuinely great animation especially with the water the water is animated so well this is when the animation i feel becomes top tier Mm -hmm. and um and when uh i can't remember her name but the the mountain lady finally takes form and stands up oh my gosh the animation is so good i love that scene yeah that is such a great scene. I I watch a lot of these movies and I get like almost genuinely frustrated because it's like, how can something look so real but not be real? Exactly. How does that water look better than the actual water like outside my window? Exactly. Like it's amazing. How is that possible? It's amazing. And then I'm sorry, I have to keep coming back to this, but I love how far I'll go. That is just such a good song. It's one of my favorite Disney songs, and I know every word to it, and I sing it all the time. So, I the music in this is all really good. I will say this, though. I feel like the music did not follow much of a theme. It did not follow the theme of the, of the movie itself. Which brings me to my biggest complaint of this movie perfectly. This did not need to be a musical. It did not. Absolutely That not. is my number one complaint. This no. did not need to be a musical, but I love the music in it. So I can't really complain. You know what? My my favorite song was I don't I don't remember exactly con. Oh, it was when Moana realizes that um they were traditionally um seafaring faring people mm-hmm. and the more traditional song that they sing as they're sailing. That's my favorite song because it kind of fits. No, that's a good song. Yeah, the theme. The the music is great, but it doesn't fit to me. Right. It doesn't fit I think thematically. I think How Far I'll Go fits a little bit, because it's about her finally yearning the adventure, you know? Yeah. That's but fair. Despite how good of a song Your Welcome is, it's so unneeded. It is. That what? How many songs are even in there? I don't remember the music all that well, other than I felt like it didn't fit, personally. There's like four or five songs. Yeah. There's not that many, but they're all good, I think. Yeah. No, and it, it is great music. That was like my one complaint is i feel like it the music just didn't fit as well as it could have Mm -hmm. 
I also really did not like the crab. What? <laughs> he weirds me out. I ate my grandma. <laughs> okay, that actually <laughs> made me laugh. That's my favorite line ever. <laughs> that that actually made me laugh. What does he say? You remind me of my grandma? I ate her or something <laughs> like that? I ate my grandma. Yeah, that actually made me laugh. And then uh, his song is, I like his song quite a bit. That, so shiny. I'm not gonna lie, it really creeps me out. Really? The 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 crab does, the song does. I love that. I love that scene, and I love that character. I I I feel like I'm objectively wrong. I will accept you that. You have to be. We can disagree. No, that's fine. But I I feel like most people would disagree with me. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm out. I'm the one that's out there. Okay. Rock paper scissors. See who's right. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Gosh darn it. Okay. But those are. My <laughs> <laughs> Those are really my two complaints. Is I okay the, the the music and the crab. Okay. Yes. So one of my biggest your favorite parts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But I I would have enjoyed I I just enjoy the adventure of this. Mm -hmm. It's a good adventure. It, it's Moana just needing to prove herself and to save her family. And then now we kind of doing the same thing. Needs to prove himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's been lived up to be this thing that he's not right now right right no this is a very solid movie i i love it yeah it's really good yeah 86 <laughs> they're all the same they're all essentially the same number gonna just letting you know 85 yeah nice we're so close so just in case you're wondering all of mine are like the same number range you could probably already tell so far you're like all 80s yep my last three are 88, 85, 86. And I have an 87 and an 84. Nice. Said, so. Okay. All in the 80s, essentially. Okay, so, next is Ralph Breaks the Internet. Man. This is a movie. Yes, it is. Yes. I, I would like to hear your thoughts before I say mine. Um, I have a lot of... Overall, it's not a bad movie. Um, I have, like, singular complaints about it. Um, first off, they, in my opinion, they just make Ralph dumb. His characterization feels very different to me. Okay. Instead of being, like, maybe a gullible, headstrong character, he's straight up just not smart. At points, yeah. At points, yeah. I just, he feels a little out of character to me. Um, I got really excited to see this subplot of Felix raising kids, and then it didn't happen. Yeah, they're barely in it, though. Yeah. Two. Um... And I don't know. There was overall something that I, for me, the sequel just straight up didn't live to the same feeling as okay. the the first one. Okay. Yeah. Ralph's characterization is my biggest complaint, though. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So what about you, though? Okay, so I can write an essay on this. This is better than the first one. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, okay, yes. I really think that this is better than the first one. Okay. I didn't think that the first time I watched it. But the second time I watched it, things just started to click with me. Like the, the small subtleties of this one. Okay. So first of all, I think it's it's a tremendous uh, continuation of Ralph's character where because of the events of the first one, it has caused him to feel insecure about uh, her finding herself away from him. Mm. Because every, the whole movie, his whole journey was to find someone that could think of him as him. more than a villain right and everyone that he has learned to love now now has something you know uh felix has his new family and stuff and now vanelope has found this this new kind of way of life and now 
Ralph is starting to think like, how am I, how am I supposed to go back to what I was? Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of stuff that I really love about this movie is that there's so much of that, like small hints of that so much that his emotions have built up so much inside of him that the, the metaphor is, is the giant villain made out of hymns. Yes. Which is a representation of what's happening inside of him. It's just, I love how it all ties together. Well, now I need to rewatch that. Cause that, wow, that was really good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Now that you say that, I realize that my, like, complaint of his characterization is very shallow. Because it's things like jokes and jabs that they just make him stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, it's he doesn't know how to pronounce eBay. Right. So, I realize kind of how shallow. It's okay. <laughs> so, I need to rewatch it now with that mindset. No, and that is something I... Having, like, a big monster to fight I is random, but it I completely agree it's with that. It's a representation of what's him inside of him. Yeah. And how he's angry. And just feels like that he's being abandoned. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, I totally agree, agree with that. And each character is not, they're not really bad guys, but each character is kind of building on to that. On, even on accident, even ones that are growing to like him, they're doing that on accident. Mm -hmm. uh, so like when he's making all these videos, yes, he's kind of having fun making these videos, but it's not what he wants to be doing. Mm hmm. He just wants to, he wants to be with Vanellope and now she's got her own thing going and he's trying to make these videos to, to get her back there and she's not mm -hmm. even doing that. And so it's all about his motivations being all over the place. Right. Like, am I doing this for, for her? Because now she's got this new thing that she wants to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, does she even need her game fixed? Like that just, it's very small subleties in that movie that are very hard to notice the first time. You really convinced me. Okay, I, t I need to rewatch it now, at least. You know, and that's an excellent point, because they're the, you know, the the big scene where people are commenting on his videos, mm -hmm. and, like, Ralph is dumb, stuff like that, and it really hammers home that he, why yeah. does it matter, he has... And that, that's the turning point for him, too. Right. Yeah. So, I... I, I should say, I don't hate this movie. Okay. It just, first viewing, it does not live up to the first for me. Okay. Yes, I get that. And also, I love the Imagine Dragons song at the end. Was that an Imagine Dragons song? Yeah. I did not yeah. recognize him at all. It is it Imagine Dragons? It's a. Are you sure? I th it has to be. I, I don't recognize his voice. I'll look. What's it up. that guy's name? Ryan. I'll look it up while we talk. But okay, yes, I do love the end credits. I think that those were handled super well. I yeah. Um, I will say, there. are there are many ways that you can make a movie about internet culture. Mm -hmm. um, you could make the emoji move movie, for example. Right. This is not the emoji movie. This movie does it so well. Mm -hmm. I love it. Like the online gaming, the way they touch on online gaming, um, the way they represent a search engine, mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. Video, handle, they, video content making. They handle that super well. Yeah. It is Imagine Dragons, by the way. Is it? Okay. Yeah, that seems zero. Okay, gotcha. It, I just didn't recognize his voice. Yeah. I do love... That's a good song. Yeah. Imagine Dragons is always a... We we really need to make a video... Uh, episode about music. I definitely think we should. Yeah. But I... It could have been done so cheesy. Mm -hmm. Making a show about... Um, the internet. An episode about... Oh my goodness. A, a movie, movie about the internet. Ah, uh, That's okay. I'm not on planet Earth. Don't but I think they it. did it well. I love this movie, so... Oh, wait. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, Gunner. <laughs> yes. 
I do need to make a slight compl- a slight complaint about the princesses. Okay, yes. Because I, I get that. It was random. It, it was, was cool. Random. I liked seeing them all in 3D. The ones that weren't. Okay, in but 3D. Groot was awesome. You got <laughs> that was funny. I love yeah. Groot. Yeah. I also really enjoyed seeing uh Grumpy in 3D. What else was there? Well, who came before Groot? There was another panel that was there was Star Wars. There was Star Wars. Mm-hmm. What was it before Groot though? There was another I Oh, remember. now I need to rewatch it cuz that one made me I don't yeah. I don't remember. But uh yeah. The princesses were cool, but I felt they added nothing really to the plot. Yeah, but there were some very funny moments though. It was very funny. Yes, I really enjoyed it. So Okay, so I think you're forgetting how they factor in. Okay. Because they are essentially what pushes her forward because she realizes that she can be more by seeing what these girls are talking about. And I mean, that's what makes her break in. You know, do you even have a song? And then she gets her own song. Okay, fair. Yeah. Which which kind of ties up her motivations there at the end. Okay, that's how they factor in a minute. Again, they're needed, but they're not needed that much. Yeah. I guess I just kind of felt that it really yeah. could have been anyone. Exactly that. Yes. Yep. It could have been anyone. Yeah. So I guess in that sense, they're they're totally fine. But Disney definitely saw their chance and they took it, mm-hmm. which I can't complain about. But that's true. So I don't. Good marketing technique, honestly. I feel I do need to rewatch this because after hearing your analysis of it, I want to look at it through a different lens now. Okay. Yes. Good. <laughs> so I want to hear what do you. What do you rate it then? 92. 92. What did you rate the first one again? Uh, 91. <laughs> 91. It's a little better. Okay. See, and I rated this 80 first time around. Okay, so a lot lower. 15 lower. A lot lower. I just didn't feel the same way towards it. I re- If you go in with that mindset, I'm sure you'll like it more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you kind of blew my mind there. That was beautiful. Oh, you're cool. Thanks. Did you almost thank? Did you almost say you're welcome to me? Yes. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Here's a new point of view of something. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Take it. But moving on, Frozen Eleven. What? Frozen. Just because it's Roman numerals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frozen Eleven. Yes. Frozen yeah. Two. I thought your Frozen Ocean. They kind of sound the same. So Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, that's not what. I'm <laughs> Frozen Two. Frozen 2. We were lucky enough to see this for the first time at the same time. Yes. We went to the theater. We watched it together. Yes. This movie is beautiful. It's so good. Oh my goodness. So good. And this is also the quote unquote mature version. Right. The sequel is way more mature. Which is why I like it more. Yeah. I love this movie. Me too. Yeah. I think that the fall setting really just adds to the beautiful just the animation i think yeah the false setting adds to it so all of these movies since like tangled have been stunning mm-hmm. stunning but this like is aesthetically very pleasing to me this like is it's far beautiful and away better and I it think. just has a good aesthetic the the scene with her running into the ocean trying to make a ice bridge while running that is I see why they use that in the first trailer. It is awesome. How does it look so good? And this just the sound. Uh, it's the it's, crashing. Yes, yes absolutely. Sound editing is super well done. And just every leaf in the forest just looks so just real. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I love this movie. So building off of what I said about Ralph Breaks the Internet, 
why I like this one better than the first one is it's it's a good continuation of where the characters left off in the last one. Yes. And there's less Olaf, which... Less Olaf, and I feel like Olaf is a lot better, too. See? Olaf yeah. is better because there's less of him in this one. Well, there's less of him, and I think he does a lot more, too. Because mm-hmm. he's becoming... He's learning how to feel things. Right. Which includes anger. So, how do you feel about his exposition dump to the tribe, to the forest tribe? <laughs> uh, okay. It's good so, for laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, bro, I don't think I've been keeping track... Okay. We gotta rewind. Rewind slightly. Okay. Don't worry about it. Zootopia. Meta moment. Life is not like a movie where you sing and you get your wish. There's that meta moment. Okay. Um, Wreck-It Ralph is the meta moment. Right. Wreck-It Ralph 2. Meta moment. Frozen has like three different ones. Okay. The exposition dump. The three different times they bring up how they hate uh, Hans. And then when Elsa just walks through the chambers of her, of the first movie. Right. Okay, anyways. I found it funny. No, I found it, yeah, I found it pretty funny. I get uh, really great music again. Like, possibly even better. I say better. I think that the music is... (laughs) Okay, I know... I know this song is played for laughs and it's supposed to be cheesy, but Lost in the Woods is such a genuinely great song. It's really good. (laughs) It's really good. And then, what? Who's the band that did a cover of it? Weezer did a cover of it. Weezer did it, that's right. Which is out of left field in my opinion, but... It's good. No, it's awesome. Yeah. But no, the music in this one's great again. Mm-hmm. I love how it's a continuation of where the characters left off. Um, we get a little more revealed. I think that not only the lyric, the lyric music, but the orchestrated music is better as well. Yes, totally. Yeah. Uh, animation. I. It's just, it's really good. Amazing. There's Stunning. This is the one I'm having the hardest time thinking of things to say about it. Elsa is a great character because Elsa of this movie. gets so much more. She is better in the first movie because you know it, it ties in so well and you know where she's going to go. Her right. her need of there's got to be something more for me out there. Right. Which con- which kind of... it conf- it. Oh my goodness. I really am not doing well tonight. Don't worry about it. It goes against what Anna wants, which is to be by her sister's side, but Elsa really needs to do this alone. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's really good. I agree. Yeah. And the Into the Unknown is great. So That, yeah. That, all The music just really helps me in this one. The music it, is amazing It makes here. my score go higher. Yeah. Because I love the music. This music also feels a lot more um, natural. Mm-hmm. Like, even if um, Let It Go did not become a chart topper, that that scene does kind of feel like it just happens, mm-hmm. where everything feels very organic here. True. Um, I had a lot to talk about, and now I'm this really... one's hard to talk about. It is. I don't know why. We have another plot twist villain, kind of. Ish. It ended up being their grandfather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. They they were on. Uh, their relatives were on the bad side the whole time. Yes. Right. Right. And now they need to fix the uh, the sins of the father is what it is, you know. So, also really great scene, the one where they're rowing down the river and they come across the rock giants. That scene is that amazing. Scene. That's such a good scene. I such a sense of sublime mm-hmm. feeling like coming against across those giants. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Like not only is this graphically beautiful, it's really shot well too. Mm-hmm. There's more to it than just making something look nice. 
you do have cameras that you have to control in a 3D space. Right. And it's done really well here. I'm a fan. Yeah. So, I... I don't know. We're on the same page where I think we're just having a hard time saying... Putting thoughts to it. Putting yeah. words to our thoughts. This one's this one's hard to put my thoughts to, honestly. Yeah. I, I just enjoy the journey that each character goes on. Like, even Kristoff, who his journey is kind of for laughs. Yeah. His character isn't the best in this one. Nah, they do put him in the back back burner. But even that, I think I enjoy. Yeah. Like him just trying to figure out how to propose to Anna. Right. Mm-hmm. Olaf kind of experiencing existential dread. Yeah. <laughs> Anna being like, Elsa, why are you running away? This is the second time it's happened. Right. And Elsa needing to figure out who she really is. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just better. It's, it's better just in so much better. It's amazing. What'd you what'd you rate it? Guess what? 86. 86. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh god. They're all in the same range for me. <laughs> 98. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. This is one of this is one of my favorite Disney movies. It is very good. Yes. But, yeah, uh, all of mine are the same number range. You know, and that's fair. It really... Somewhere between 84 and 88. They're all, all good. Right. Yeah, they're all good. So, <laughs> we're not on it today. Well, moving on to the next one. I have complaints. You have complaints. About Raya, Raya and the Last, and Last Dragon. Dragon. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I, I'll just say my complaints right off the bat. There's so much that is presented, and I would love to have seen it flushed out more. Okay. Um, I'm not going to lie, was not a fan of Aquafina as Sisu. Okay. Except for, she's a comedian, yet I preferred her when she was reading her serious lines as opposed to any of her jokes. Okay. Um, and I don't, I, I feel like this is a movie where common sense could have prevented a lot of things. Yeah. Personally. That's true. I just... And then, I guess I was watching it. I watched it for the first time last night, honestly. And watching it, I just felt the way... There were, like, two MacGuffins presented. And Sisu, the first one, is after our exposition dump, which I also am never a fan of, is... Just kind of happens. Like, we gotta go find the dragon. Found it. I guess I would have either the dragon thing to have been done quicker and easier or for the dragon to have been Sisu to have been more of the MacGuffin, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I just, I watched it and I just couldn't help. I could not help feel like there was some lost potential in watching it personally. Okay. Now that being said, boy, this is a deep movie. Yes. Which about trust and, just the overall human condition mm-hmm. of how we typically are at war in one way or another, whether it be literal war or just some other form of conflict. Right. Yeah. Cultural, like what, whatever. Exactly. So I, I, I like this one quite a bit. Um, I think it just works as straight up a fantasy movie for the, a lot of it. Yes. But what keeps me, what, what makes it stand out from other kind of fantasy type movies is that it's a movie where there is this conflict among a whole bunch of groups and you get to see this character go to each group and figure out the motivations. It's just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That really, I really enjoy. 
And um, one of the times where I was watching it, I kind of something clicked in my head, which may be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, <laughs> all right. I wonder how you're going to think about this. Okay, okay. So just randomly, one of the times watching this, I was like, oh, okay. The dragon is a metaphor for the A-bomb. You know, I could see it. Can you go more into that? I, no. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. no. Just because it, it's a movie about conflict among the, amongst these groups, and then it's a dragon that you know caused all of this to happen you know and then everyone gets frozen you know what i mean i i I see it i'm trying to like exactly put it together because i can see where you're coming from yeah it just randomly that thought randomly popped in my head i may not even be right but it's just something that i thought of which was kind of like hmm, that's an interesting thing i see where you're coming from i'm trying to put it together i'm gonna stew over that a little bit more. okay but i think it just works as a fun family fantasy movie honestly totally i I guess I, I really could not because it was enjoyable. I enjoyed myself. I I guess I couldn't help but look at what could have been. I find myself comparing this to Avatar The Last Airbender, okay. the actual show. No, because e- you're right. Each season, you know, like each season is dedicated to a certain part of the world and, you know, the water, earth, fire, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it takes that season to build on why is the water tribe like this? Why is the Earth Kingdom like this and the Fire Nation? And I would have loved to have gone deeper into these worlds like that. Mm-hmm. I thought out loud to myself while watching this, I would enjoy this better if it was a TV show. Okay. So yeah. that is where I like kind of stand with this. No, I get that. Yeah. Now, I'm being completely biased when I when I tell you that this is one of the biggest reasons why I gave it a high score. Okay. It's because of James Newton Howard, which you probably don't even know who that is. What? Okay. He is probably either my favorite or tied for my favorite movie composer of all time. Really? And his score in this is awesome. Oh, the music's amazing. Yes. Yeah. The the musical orchestrated score from James Newton Howard. So great. Yeah. I I don't. I'm just very biased towards James Newton Howard because he's amazing. I I think one thing that we have learned from this episode is music makes a difference. Yes, that's why you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, his music in this is so good and so underrated. Mm-hmm. When a soundtrack melts into what you're watching, it's a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So I would agree with that. Yeah, it amazing. So yeah, I yeah. think that's all we needed to say about that one. I yeah, I just oh, it's so good. I just I can't get over what could have been in my personal opinion. If this is ever made into a TV show, I will be right on it. But yeah, so that is why I unfortunately gave it a 77. Okay, I went 86. Okay, <laughs> almost. I did. Yeah. That's like my third 86. Frozen 2 was 86 too, right? Yep, and yeah. so was Moana. And so was Moana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all just 84 to 88. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I forgive you. It's because of their formula. They make it so you're able to enjoy it. Yes. Only like these do feel very. Uh, how do I want to? They don't feel formulaic, but they are. No, they are. They're yeah. for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm not even going to argue against that, but I think it's a formula that works. It it totally does. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the one we just watched. The most recent one, Encanto. Encanto. Yep. Yeah. Which, man, 
we so we watched this together in the theater and then didn't talk about it on purpose on the way home so you have no clue how i feel about this i don't know i think you you actually said one little thing i don't even exactly remember what it was okay yeah so let's start with you okay i have a feeling you like this a lot i enjoyed it a lot yeah okay um first off i'm very impressed that's such a great movie i say this like no one else had done it before but it's such a great movie come from one single setting most right. of it takes place it's in an, the house it's an adventure movie that takes place in a house in a house. The house is so expansive expansive yeah yeah and even when it goes outside the it, it, it's in one city right it's amazing um i really enjoyed how this explored family in a very different way mm-hmm. the ways that family can almost be hurtful Right, because it is dealing with an extended family as well. It's cousins and aunts. It's and exactly. And yep. Yeah. It is. Um. What I I have this. I'm really not doing good tonight. Okay, let, but it's, let uh, me go then. Yeah. Okay. Go go. Yeah. So just the story about her being the only one that's different. It's not. It's not something that Disney is completely new to. Oh no no and. I think overall, it's a very predictable movie. It Unfortunately, is. you can see where the journey is going, but it's the moments inside the journey that really make this movie. Totally. They're not trying to, to, you know, give you some major twists or anything like that. You know where it's kind of going. You know that. Uh... Oh, wait, we already said spoiler alert. Yes. One more time. Spoiler alert. You know that her and the grandma are going to have sort of a falling out. Yes. It, you can see it coming from a mile away. But it's the journey there with the great dialogue and the great moments that really makes this movie. 100%. I also feel this deviates from a movie, maybe a Disney movie made in the 90s, where that would have ended with everyone just accepting her. Whereas this ends with um, like the grandma having to realize the... The pressure she has put on the family, and the family needs to um, kind of rebuild themselves. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say change their family values, but rethink things about each other. Right. And what their family means. Exactly. Because up until this point, it, it was about everyone's magic. Mm-hmm. And our main character... Oh, no, I forgot her name again. But, the main, but she is kind of looked down upon, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's what I really loved about this. Right. And uh, she actually does kind of get a power at the end of this movie because her power is bringing the family back. And it's her, it's the family's final embrace of her that makes the house build back up. Yes. And I love when they finally embrace Bruno. That's great. We love Bruno. Me and you both thought Bruno Bruno was the best best part of the whole movie. He's the best character. That is the best character. He gets the best arc and the funniest moments at the same time. (laughs) He gets everything. We laugh more in the, like, short moment with bruno than we did through the whole movie up until that point yes but he also has the best arc too he does so he you know and he's the first person in the family to really he didn't line up with the family values at the time so he hid himself as to so he doesn't hurt them in his eyes and that reflects with our main character right so and it comes full circle he finally is standing up for he stands up for both her and himself and he's accepted right finally and then the second 
the character with the second best arc. I I, I forgot her name. The strong sister. Yes, I love she both gets, the sisters. She gets the strong sister gets such a good arc. I think I love the moments with the sister mm-hmm. where they like accidentally break down to her and like. I always have to carry the weight of everything. Yeah. And her I... song about the pressure, that's probably my one of my favorite songs in this movie. That, yep, that whole moment was good. Mm-hmm. And then the other sister, who always has to be perfect, even to the point where she felt she had to marry this guy. Right, and her, her best arc moment comes when she's finally able to make a cactus. Yeah, that sounds random. But, but that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. She made something she... that wasn't quote-unquote perfect and you realize that she didn't want all of this you know that's that's good too oh man yeah i love those moments and that poor guy that wanted to marry her but he, <laughs> that poor guy but he he ends up with the with the, 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 the one cousin that can, hear. that can hear everything yeah yeah including the poems he writes right yeah <laughs> that's a that's a creepy power if you think on it too much exactly and honestly the cause of the biggest plot holes in this <laughs> in this movie like, how did she not know Bruno was living in the walls? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wait, doesn't she say something about the rats? Yeah, but she does she even ever say anything like I knew Bruno was there? Because she doesn't. Maybe she thinks Bruno's a rat. Maybe. He does talk to himself kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. Oh, boy. Yeah. And, like, the grandma says out loud that the magic is fading to the candle like the the cousin can hear that the cousin can it's a sad that the co- cousin can hear everything essentially so just a couple plot holes mm. but plot holes doesn't mean bad movie no absolutely not yeah i was genuinely very amazed with this movie and you, you, we don't often see a disney movie that tackles family values where it says hey what we are right now isn't working mm-hmm. so i was really amazed by that I like that quite a bit. Yeah. And then the younger brother. He's great. The one that can talk to animals. Is he a brother? Is he the son of... No, sorry. He's her, he's the her younger cousin. That That's... He... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty sure he's, uh, he's directly related to the hearing one. I'm pretty sure. Yes, I believe so. Okay. I love all the family members. No, honestly. I think one of my favorite is uh, the cousin that transforms. That mm-hmm. can shapeshift. He doesn't get very many moments, but he's... He no, yeah, he had lines. one of the funniest line, lines ever. <laughs> what was it? It was something along the lines of, what? Am I not supposed to say this doesn't look like a house? Does this look like a house to you? Right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, so when the house is all broken down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not allowed to say this isn't a house? Look at it. This is definitely not a house. Yeah, he does get a funny line. Yeah. So what is your, what is your number? 85. Cool. Nice. Mine's 84. <laughs> Very good. So, Very good, sir. One away. So we were pretty much on the right track. We're on the same page, I think, for with, a lot of this. Except for Ralph, too. I think that's the only one yes. we were really... Which, different. true, you opened my eyes to that a little bit. Okay. I need to reevaluate it. And 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 Raya. But and we Raya. were kind of close for Raya. Raya, I think, yeah. But then again, all of mine are in the 80s, so... Right. Overall, you love all of these. Yeah. This is genuinely probably my favorite era. Yeah. I The only one I can say I wasn't i don't know raya is the only one i could say something extremely negative about okay as opposed to everything else see and i'm that way with frozen one and princess and the frog yeah yeah i i would like like to make a side note though we are kind of doing these era based off of a like one website however i it feels like princess and frog up to 
Like, I don't know, maybe Tangled, which is only three movies. But that or feels very different. Too. Princess and the Frog and... And then Tangled comes next. But do you think... Do you mean those two and then Winnie the Pooh? I, oh, and Winnie the Pooh. Okay. For some reason, so those, I get them wrong. Yeah, those first three. Those three. They feel like it's very different from everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that was just something I thought, like... I wouldn't com- complain or disagree if they were categorized differently. Yeah, that's true. Because after Winnie the Pooh is when all these movies feel very similar to mm-hmm. me. They they start getting the formula. Not yeah. in a negative way, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's rank them. Yes. Okay, yes. You want to go first or me? I'll go first. Okay. My number 12 is Princess and the Frog. Okay. But you probably could have guessed. Yes. And your number 12? Oh, <laughs> Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. Yeah. And then... 11, Frozen. Right now, Ralph 2. We'll see how that changes, though. Okay. My number 10 is Tangled. Zootopia. Okay. My number 9... See, these could go back and forth. But for my number 9 right now, I'm going Encanto. Oh, yeah. Let me... I forgot. I didn't write it down. Pause. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. okay. Moana. Your number nine is Moana. Okay. My number eight is Utopia. Encanto. Your number eight is Encanto. Okay. My number seven is Raya. Winnie the Pooh. Okay. My number six is Moana. Tangled. Okay. My number five is Frozen 2. Princess and the Frog. Okay. Number four is Winnie the Pooh. Big Hero 6. Okay. My number three is Big Hero 6. Wreck-It Ralph. My number two is Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> Frozen. And then my, my number one is Ralph Breaks the Internet. Frozen 2. Okay. So both our number ones are sequels. Look at that. Yeah. I feel weirdos. It's also very interesting that this is when sequels are actually being acknowledged as part of the timeline. Yeah. Aside from Rescuers Down Under, which is my, oh. fav- which is my favorite. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I can't wait until we like actually go through all of these. Yeah. Did you by any chance write the review scores? Of course I did, Gunnar. Okay, good. Okay. Yes, I do have the critic scores. Yes. So in seventh place, yes, you heard that right. There's 12 movies. <laughs> really? There's 12 movies, yep. You average all of them out and they all tie? There's so many ties. Whoa. Okay. So in, so standing alone in seventh place is Ralph Breaks the Internet. Of course, my favorite is in last place. Again. Like <laughs> Again. Third straight era. Yeah. Um, with a 7.1, which is pretty high. That's, yeah, that's still pretty good. Yeah, the lowest is 7.1. Look at that. And then tied for sixth is Princess and the Frog and Frozen 2. Whoa, that's odd. With a 7.6, which is pretty high. That is good. And then tied for fifth place is Frozen and Winnie the Pooh. Hmm, okay. With a 7.9. Standing Alone in 4th place is Wreck-It Ralph with 8. Okay. In 3rd place is Tangled. Okay. With 8.2. And then the 4-way tie for 2nd place (laughs) is Encanto, Raya, Moana, Big Hero 6, all with 8.4. I know, you're upset about that Raya one, aren't you? No, 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 that just, I'm very surprised at what that means number 1 is. And number one is Zootopia. Whoa. 8.6. Really? I did not expect that to be number one. Yep. I'm just very surprised by that. 
I'm not surprised at all that Encanto, Raya, Moana, and Big Hero 6 are all tied because... I'm not surprised by that at all. To me, they're all equal in quality, as you can tell. I yes. And they all have the same type of formula. I don't... I don't get your lowerness for Raya, but maybe we can talk about it a little bit more. Okay, yes, yeah. I just, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so Zootopia with number one. I'm also surprised that Princess and the Frog is not higher, actually. Yeah. I mean, not me, because it's, it's down there for me. But... Yeah. I guess I always just assume that uh, overall people, it was well-received by everyone. Well, all like, of these are well-received. <laughs> yeah. But very well-received. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, my favorite is in last place for the second straight era. What was it? No, oh wait, no, Brother Bear wasn't last. No. No, Chicken Little was last. Was it Chicken Little? Darn. Yeah, Chicken Little was last. But I don't like Chicken Little very much either, so. Listen, Chicken Little is better than Home on the Range. I will die on that hill. I don't Home on the Range might have been last, I don't know. <laughs> it was one of those. That, that, was a, that sure was an era. But Brother Bear is obviously the best. I don't get the hate for that movie at all. No, absolutely not. I are we gonna do a episode where we go through all of them? We'll, like we rank them all and we talk about them. Literally, we're gonna do like a ten minute episode where we just combine and we just basically talk about it. Yes. Cool. We're just gonna. I I already have my sixty in order. Once you put a sixty in order, we'll kind of do an average. And then just go 60 to 1, our favorites. Oh, are we going to average out each other? <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. It, I feel like it'd be too confusing to go back and forth 60 times. Yeah, yeah. So I, fi I figured we would just combine. Okay. We can probably just do that later tonight, honestly. Not record it, but... No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Get our list ready. Yes. I believe I can do that. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. If I can't believe we've done it. Yeah, we, for now. We watched all 60 Disney animated movies. More, I can't believe that, you know, we're done with this, but, but literally really... for now. Right. We're not really done. We're doing Pixar. We're, very we're doing Pixar, and we have more Disney on the way. Right. Which Because there are a lot of movies that didn't count as part of an era for some reason. <sighs> yeah. Like Tinkerbell, but we'll get there. Tinkerbell. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Frank and Weenie. Yep. Um, a goofy movie. A goofy movie. I yeah, which is really weird to me. Mm -hmm. Was that direct to DVD? Is that why? I don't know. I don't VHS, think it was. But, but all of the Mickey Mouse ones don't count. Like Three Musketeers, the Mickey Mouse movie, yeah. that didn't count. So we have lots of movies to cover. We do. Yeah, we're probably not even halfway done with Disney movies, sir. No, because if we count live action, we're not doing. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> saying it right now. We we will not be watching every single live action Disney movie. We would. Uh, yeah. That sounds like Twitter it talk. Be, it would be nonstop. <laughs> no. No, we literally can't. No, I know. We would be going till we were in our 40s. Well, I mean, there's already like five Pirates of the Caribbean that that would fall under. Right. And then we have every like Disney. Oh my gosh. We'd have the the buddy movies or whatever those are. The dog oh, ones. Snow Buddies. Snow yeah. Buddies. Yeah, Snow Buddies, Air Bud. There's, there's too many. We wouldn't be able to do it. Apparently, that has a very huge winding universe with many spinoffs. No, I know it does. I've seen most of them. Not enjoyed most of them. I've seen most of them. <laughs> Could we tackle that one specifically? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we can rank Pirates of the Caribbean if you want. Uh, well, considering I haven't seen any of those in ages, I think I've only seen one and I haven't seen it in ages. 
I've only seen the first three and I haven't seen them since I was like 10. Yeah. So I'm with you. So yeah, that'd be a good one. Yes. And we we'll do smaller franchises like franchises like that once in a while. Yeah. Maybe we'll rank the three high school musicals. Who knows? I have never seen high school. Isn't there a fourth? No. Oh, I thought there was. There's a TV show. I know there's a TV. Yeah. So maybe we can we can go through kind of like we have been here talking about uh, the three and then the TV show. Eventually, I need to just have you hammer out all of Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, sounds good. All right, so. But that brings us to the end for now. So I think, uh, I don't think we have a plan for a holiday episode. I d- well, I was going to talk to you about that. Okay. Yes. Kind of, sort of. As of right now, subject to change, we, uh, the next episode that will be out will be a Pixar. Will be our Pixar part one. Yes. Which will be from Toy Story 1 to, uh, to probably Cars-ish. Or, That uh, sounds about right. Cars was like, what, 2006? Yeah. That sounds pretty down the middle. Ratatouille-ish, that range. So, the first half of Pixar movies is what we'll be covering in our next yeah. episode. Because boy, that's a lot of movies. Yeah. Well, I wanted to do all the Pixar's in one, but that's too hard to do. That like, genuinely would probably would, be like three hours. It'd be like yeah, four hour long podcast. Yeah. So yeah, which there's only so much sanity that can that we we have. Right. So yeah, as of right now, the next podcast episode that'll be out will be Pixar Part 1. Pixar related, yes. I look forward to that. Because there's actually a lot of Pixar I'm behind on. Uh, but also we might do a surprise holiday episode. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, the future the future is not written in stone right now. Exactly. Maybe we'll just do a one-off review of a, of a movie that, that I showed Gunner for the first time this holiday season. Mm. I think that would be super <laughs> cool. Yes. Kind of talk about maybe the controversial elements of that movie i would love to go into that movie you and i are very similar pages yes yes well well that that's an idea but i think that about wraps it up for us tonight i think it does all right go for it send it say who send it okay (laughs) thank you once again everyone who is here listening we love you and we appreciate you i am once again and always gunner and this is sam and Gunnar, what's your biggest regret? Not watching all the Disney movies sooner? You should just let it go. (laughs) 